Hail and kill everybody. This is Ross the Boss from New York City. This is Zoe from Insatia. This is Parker Jameson from Starkill. This is Vicky Sarakis from The Agonist. Hey, this is Tim Ripper Owens, and you are listening to The Great Metal Debate. Welcome, Great Metal Debate listeners. This is Brian coming at you from Gilbertsville, Kentucky, and we have a special guest tonight. Joining me on the line here is none other than Mr. Sean Peck, the lead singer of Cage. We're going to talk about Cage and the new album that's coming out this month. Sean, you've actually got two releases coming out on October 2nd. Your Dinner Sherman album comes out then also, right? Yeah, I, uh, and then the Cage comes out October 30th, so we're calling it the month of Hecktober. <laughs> Hecktober. That's great, man. And you, of course, your Dinner Sherman is with the guys of Bristol Fate, but but let's look at the Cage. I mean, you know, Cage is um, it's a you know I know Death Dealer's a major band that you're in, but Cage has kind of been your baby from the beginning. Um, that's that was your one of your original bands, right? Yeah, I mean, this since 1992, and um, the difference between Death Dealer and Cage is, you know, we're all here in San Diego, and we're in a room together three days a week playing, so uh, it's a total different dynamic than, you know, flying to uh, Frankfurt and meeting everybody and, and play. I, I remember when we did the Death Dealer show with um, the new drummer, Steve Bolognese, we didn't even have a practice, and the first show was at the arena in Sofia, Bulgaria, in front of 4,000. And we're like looking at each other like, okay, you remember how this one goes, right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> like, no practice, nothing, 4,000 people. So, you know, um, Cage is definitely a, a super well-oiled machine just because we're in the same room um, every day, you know, just wailing it. Right. And then, of course, you got the, another album coming out. This is your seventh full album release called Ancient Evil. Tell me a little bit about it. I know that there's a lot that goes into this album. Yeah, it, it's um, almost 80 minutes long, so you definitely have to take a day off work to, <laughs> to listen to the album. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a, um, you know, me being a big King Diamond fan, it's a um, concept album. I always wanted to do a kind of a horror concept album. We did the Hell Destroyer um, kind of, you know, Heaven versus Hell thing that was really really successful for us and um i was working on the story actually was talking with um some old king diamond guys about doing an album with them and then i came up with the idea well why don't we do like a horror concept thing and i started putting together this story probably like five years ago and um just kept working on it. That thing kind of fell apart, and I just was like, you know what, this story's too cool, man. We need to make this a Cage album. Forget that. And uh, that's kind of how that happened. And the more I kept filling in the blanks and filling in the blanks of the story, it ended up being a 140-page like mini book, which we actually published and you know is available on you know Amazon, and um, we have like the paperback version of the book. And we based, we didn't base, but the entire album is, you know, written, you know, it's, it's basically a retelling of that story uh, musically. So it's real hard to make concept albums, you know, that are good and uh, major challenge. But, you know, we always cage, you know, we're, we like to innovate in the idea um, realm. And um, 
Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how people did. We're getting some initial, you know, we just got our first couple of reviews and people are like, this could be the greatest Cage album yet, which like, it's such a, that's an incredible thing for anyone to say because we, we got through such, such a high standard up to this point. Yeah, I, I would agree. Tell it now. You said you can buy the book and the album, or will be able to buy the album. And yeah, the we had a pre-order package. They bought this package like a year ago, and then we we made the uh, the record deal, and the label like just delayed the release. So they, our fans have been patiently waiting. But yeah, um, and then we, soon we'll be releasing you know a link to the ebook, and the, there's actually an audio book too, where I you know read the entire book, and then there's actually the hard you know the, the paperback version. So. People that are really want to get deep into it can um, can read along and and get the the super super detailed version of the story. I'd never actually thought of that idea to have a book to go along with the album. It's just a great idea. I think I'm looking. I'm excited about that. Well, yeah, and then it, I wanted to make a you know, and it's it's a horror story. It takes place in London in 1869. It's real you know H.P. Lovecraft kind of vibe. But I also play a lot of video games, so I made it really action packed and like some of the. A, a lot of the action you can just imagine you're like controlling this guy like you know moving through all these these sequences so i made it you know i didn't want a lot of people make concept albums and they're like oh it's about a guy that had a dream who was thinking about uh another dimension and you know a bunch of abstract metaphors and stuff this is a real straightforward no nonsense you know action monster story and yeah actual um, horror that way you're not going to, you know, you can read the book in one sitting and it's not going to be like, oh, God, get to the point. You know, it's, it, it gets right into it real quick. And, and so the pre-orders have gone, gone pretty good, it looks like. Yeah, the pre and the, the, the pre-order package that we had for the, it's, we're not offering, we might offer another version of it now, but the people that got in on the first way, I mean, it's got so, <laughs> I can't wait for them to get the stuff, because we had some flags <laughs> printed, you know, like the uh -huh. the tapestries of the album cover, they look amazing, and then we got pins, and the book itself, and the audio book, and stickers, and pics, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're losing our, our ass on the uh, <laughs> on the pre-order package, but you know what, our fans are just so killer, I just can't wait for them to open up the stuff and freak out about it. It sounds like fun, and I would strongly encourage another pre-order. That way, I could pre-order something. <laughs> yeah, we're. I think the label is putting one together right now, so we'll see what happens. All right, now, how was the lineup on this album? Uh, listening to the album, and I've listened to most of it. It seems like a very comfortable fit. I mean, you guys are just seem to be clicking on all cylinders. Um. Yeah, this is my favorite lineup that we've ever had with Cage. I mean, um, I no disrespect. To, we had some. Great players in the band, some really dedicated dudes that wrote some amazing songs. But this, in this level of, of music, the most important attribute that you can have as a band member is enthusiasm. And, you know, some of the, the people, you know, that get in bands, they just they get jaded and they're like, eh, man, we should be doing better shows or we should, this should be this. And the people that complain the most are the people that usually do the least. And, that's been completely eliminated now from the band and we have three me and dave the original guys you know big dave conan garcia and we've got three new guys that are just like so talented and so all about the metal it's just like i couldn't be happier man i'm telling you and it and then on stage i mean they're just going maniacal they're just rocking it's a natural it's not even like fake man they're just 
we had we had band practice the other night and I, I look over and we're like literally like 10 seconds into the first song and this dude's just like doing a head whip in the corner like just on his own just because he just likes rocking this so <laughs> just like it is uh, so this this lineup is is definitely my my favorite by far that's great don't interrupt me with the music i'm doing or the show i'm listening to music that's awesome now you guys did a tour earlier this year correct a european tour um last summer last summer we toured um and had a great tour really successful and it was great because i was able to take you know the new guys out which had never been on a europe right. tour before and they got to see you know the loyal uh cage army that we got and you know they're just like so excited and now we're, we're working on another we're working like a five maybe six week run um in europe next year so uh it was very oh, successful man. You're also doing the Throwback Metal Fest 2 in Vegas on the 9th and 10th, is that correct? Yeah, it's funny. We were originally booked to do it, and then we had another plan come up, and then that plan got canceled. And we were like, hey, man, we're not doing that plan. They're like, oh, sorry, we already got it filled. And then I guess Omen dropped off, so I called back and go, hey, we'll still come out and play. And he's like, uh-huh. perfect. <laughs> it's like we're on again, <laughs> off, on, off, on, and now we're on. And, I, you know, We've had a lot of good shows over our years in Vegas. We played at the Joint, you know, at the Hard Rock before, and yeah. um, every time we go to Vegas, I, I'm a I'm a casino guy as it is. I like playing uh, poker and freaking yeah, cards. Yeah, I saw your post the other day. <laughs> so, so me having to talk me into go to Vegas is like not a problem. <laughs> Didn't have to twist your arm. That's awesome. Now you're also doing the Titans of Metal, and Ross is doing this show also in Israel. Is that correct? Yeah, and uh, Michael Denner and Hank Sherman, which is going to be the first time I've ever performed with them, and so I'm really excited about it. Okay, now let me ask you this, since you brought that. How is that performing with folks that, I mean, I know you talked about Steve joining you for the first time. What's that like, performing I don't, with someone? You know, just I don't have a lot cuff. of experience about it. I mean, the first time I, you know, was, was having to sing other people's lyrics was when I did the Warrior show at the Keep It True. Uh-huh. Um and that was that was a lot of fun, but it's definitely you know you're not in your comfort zone, man. I'm like looking at those guys, going, okay, do I come in right here? Give me the signal, you know. And uh, <laughs> so it's definitely you don't you don't get to concentrate on just you know going being in your natural. It's like a football player that in you know has to wait till his third year before he's just playing and he's not having to think about where he goes. Um, but I, you know, we're doing a couple Merciful Fate songs, um, which is going to be really cool. And then I think we're doing Paranoid, and then I'm doing Hail and Kill with Ross, which I know like the back of my hand, so that's not going to be a problem. The million dollar question that I know the Cage fanatics want to know: Are we looking at a North American tour? Is there any way to say for sure? We're. It looks like again because of this label. I mean, we just got offered a pretty massive. North American tour with a really big kind of like um, alternative rock band. Um, oh, really? Which we kind of we we decided not to do it. I don't know if that was the smartest thing or not because because it was just like compared to like we're coming out there with Planet Crusher and um, Ancient Evil and like yeah. these speed metal songs <laughs> compared <laughs> to like the crowd of this of this band. I'm just like, I mean, we're not going to really be able to go out there and present ourselves as ourselves with just leather and studs and speed and screaming you know these people might just go what in the hell is this band doing on this package so um but we're they're currently looking for yeah to get us in with an with another package so it's very likely 
that there'll be a, a full North American tour for the band. Um, but we're all we're currently trying to book um, five dates on the East Coast, where we'll just go in and do like a week at a time regionally until the yeah. major tour gets lined up. But yeah, we're, um, we're we have right now a 15 song set. It's just like it's so huge and long, and lots of Hell Destroyer, lots of Darker Than Black, three songs off the new one. We brought back like a lot of songs um, that we haven't played for a long time, and some of them that we've never played before. And it's just been it's just been great fun, even just in practice. I laugh because I can't see you hitting that scream at the end of Ancient Evil and not scaring the piss out of all the alternative rock fans. I think that would be great to watch. Yeah, that's a dude. That, people no, that haven't that, heard that freaking <laughs> song and that scream. I can't believe you can hit those notes without rupturing something. Yeah, that's actually become like. Um, a new part of my game is like doing those super high ones um, consistently like on command like I only used to be able to really do that in the first two or three songs and then it was it would kind of like dis- disappear as I was continuing the, the torque on my on my vocal cords but now it's it's become like really easy to actually do it you know as you age your voice goes through different changes but it's cool that now that's part of my like my arsenal and I can just bust those at people. I mean, we were doing that with, you know, with the death dealer tour, I would just bust those out and people just like freak and lose their mind. So it's cool. If the rest of my uh, game sucks that night, I can just bust out the super high one and everyone, everyone still thinks I'm amazing. Well, I just hope your head doesn't pop like that dude on scanners. It might be kind of cool to watch, but it would ruin the show. <laughs> yeah. Everybody right, knows that man. scene. Did I see a release CD release party date of November the 7th, or am I imagining that? That is being put together. I think we'll have it confirmed, and we have a very, very special guest uh, playing with us, um, which is uh, the thrash band known as Exodus. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a very special guest. All right. Yeah. That's killer. And so, so no release date yet, but coming soon. No, it's, it's October 30th is the release date. Oh, that's right. Okay, October and it's, 30th. It's, it's perfect because, I mean, here we have a horror concept album um, that's also got, uh, you know, right around Halloween. And so it couldn't be, couldn't be more perfect. I mean, we didn't really talk about, you know, Blaze Bailey doing the voiceovers, uh, acting as the main character, Elliot Worthington, and he did a fantastic job. Um, he doesn't sing on the record. He just does the, plays the main character and... Um, it really added a lot of cool texture to, you know, all the nuances. I think there's five tracks that are kind of like spoken word. Yes, sound effect, I noticed that. Vibe stuff, and um, uh, he just did such a great job, and I just want to give him a shout-out and thanks, and we're, we're like best buddies now after our, our infamous, our infamous uh, past. But uh, it's really cool to... To see how things come around, and uh, he did a freaking great job at uh, you know his acting chops on it. And it was so believable, um, really added a lot to the whole thing. So people that get the Ancient Evil, Al- Evil album, you need to set aside a couple hours. You need to turn the lights off, freaking lock yourself in a room, light a couple candles, and stand up and just headbang, and then you know keep your ears open for all the surprises that come through. If you don't get this Cage album, I'm going to challenge your metalness. That because yeah. that, I mean that's what this is. This is metal, <laughs> just pure metal, and it it is excellent music, excellent metal. Job well done, Sean. 
Thanks. And then uh, maybe we can do another one on the Denner Sherman. Maybe I can get Hank on the on the Skype line with us. Oh, that would be excellent. Now, where can folks get Cage merchandise and music, especially on October the 30th? Uh, CageHeavyMetal.com, CageHeavyMetal.com. I'm working on a song called uh, CageHeavyMetal.com, actually. Oh, cool. It's like, uh, it's everything I want, it's everything I need. I stare into the screen until my eyes begin to bleed. I'm talking Cage, <laughs> CageHeavyMetal.com. Don't ever look away. So it goes like that. I'm working on it. It's, it's uh, working you heard it here first on the Great Metal Debate. Yeah. The new CageHeavyMetal.com <laughs> song. That's freaking awesome, dude. Till your eyes bleed. You know that's hey, oddly appealing to me. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I got I, I wrote some cool lyrics. It was basically like, you know, my life was a wreck and I was lost. Uh-huh. And, you know, some people find Jesus, but he, this person in the song found the Cage website and his whole life turned around just because of the website. So it's uh, it's coming together pretty good. The Metal Messiah. That's great, dude. All right, Sean, thanks again, and thank you for listening to the Great Metal Debate listeners. That's about all I can handle today, so we're out. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> all right, Brian, thanks a lot, man. I'll talk to you later.